0: Thank you for listening to the Martinis and the Macabre podcast. This show contains graphic content and explicit language and is intended for adults. Listener discretion is advised. have to work, but I'm pinned up against the emergency exit by a little 91-year-old woman who's like five feet tall, and she's beating the shit out I of me. she
1: beat the brakes off you, didn't she? And
0: I couldn't do a damn thing about it. <laughs> and she turned away for like two seconds, and I ran to the phone because I was the only one on the hall right then. She
1: you call the SWAT team? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I called the, the office... The, the unit manager of the office, I'm like, somebody has to get back here. This, this woman is out of control. This
1: bitch is throwing hands.
0: And I can't leave this doorway or she's going to fucking run away in the snow. And so they come back to help. And as we're walking back up the hall, they finally get her to walk away and calm down a little bit. And the guy that had been buffing the floor, he was like, dude, I was standing here the whole time. I saw it all Vouch for you. i like... Thanks, bro. <laughs> At least somebody witnessed me getting the shit beat out of me by this little old
1: lady. You know, it whenever I see that, like when, uh, whenever I whenever I think of something like that, because you you know, you work with the elderly a lot and everything, I would think of it like the last remember the last scene of The Matrix when he figures out he is the one? Mm-hmm. And then Agent Smith comes at him, and he's just block. He's not even looking. He's just blocking. He's like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. She
0: was doing anything she could. She was slapping and scratching. She tried to bite me. She tried to put both of her hands around my neck and choke me. And I had to just stand there and just keep putting my hands up, knock her away. Because what else can I do? I'm not working at a hospital where I can use restraints.
1: Well, you win the game of life. <laughs>
0: So that's how I spent my last birthday. Yeah.
1: Hey, guys, I know we're recording, but if you get a chance, wish her like a happy belated birthday.
0: I'm sure it'll be very belated by the time it, they hear this. It's
1: very belated, but it doesn't <laughs> matter. The last one was a bit fucking rough. It
0: was.
1: And God knows I tried to help. I tried to make it nice and everything, but when 91...
0: I believe she's almost 91, Yeah, yeah. And she's never acted like that before that I've ever seen. Never acted like that to me. She's been sweet as can be. But that day, she was not having it. She
1: had, she had a lot of fuck it crazy on her face. She
0: wanted out that door, and she didn't care. if She had to mow through me to get out that door.
1: And That's kind of gangster. <laughs> I'm leaving. Oh, well, honey, you can't. I'll kill you.
0: She, she, I'm leaving. She, she called me a big Lizzie. Never heard of it before, but I was a big, dumb Lizzie that day.
1: I'm Pyrotron, you're Lizzie. It's cool. (laughs) It gives a shit.
0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Martini's and the Macabre, the podcast where we drunkenly discuss morbid murders, mysteries, and mayhem. And
1: 91-year-olds losing their shit.
0: Occasionally, Alzheimer's patients losing their shit. My name is Erica. I'm joined by my husband and co-host, Billy, who did not beat me up on my birthday.
1: Yeah, you make it sound like, (laughs) yeah, but the Sunday after... (laughs)
0: I'm just saying. I only got beat up one time on my birthday, and it was her. It wasn't you. It's a good time. I'm excluding you. I don't know why you're upset. I love you. I love you too.
1: Happy belated birthday. Thank you. I did get you a piece of cake.
0: You did, and it was delicious.
1: Yeah, I I um didn't make a cake. I'm not good at making cakes. I'm not good at baking. And um, humble brag, I do know my way around a kitchen.
0: You do. But all of the desserts you've made, I don't recall you really having to bake a whole lot.
1: I made you a German chocolate cake one time. I made a, I made a uh, velvet, uh, velvet poke cake with um, French vanilla pudding and Cool Whip. I made that back when we lived in the apartment. Mm-hmm. But mainly I just do um, straight entrees. Remember the um, pan-seared New York strip with oh. rosemary and garlic with the uh, balsamic red wine? Reduction. It
0: was perfection. Mm. How could I forget? You need to get on that. I know. And and make me another Waldorf burger.
1: The Waldorf burger. Uh, Erica, if you could please describe the Waldorf.
0: When he first told me about the Waldorf, I was like, oh my god, that sounds disgusting. But it's a burger with... That, wait,
1: it's not just a burger. Sirloin, ground sirloin.
0: Yes, and it has Dijon mustard walnuts blue cheese and dried cherries and that's everything right uh yeah and it is fucking awesome the first time i had it i was like eh, i'm not sure mm. and maybe it's an acquired taste but i absolutely love them now the, now it's the like difference a required, in the yeah. flavors and the textures and oh it's so good yeah but I could go for steak any day, any time, hands down. Give me some Arby sauce, I will drink it out of the jug, and <laughs> we will call it a day.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, chicken carbonara.
0: Phaser seven six five. Phaser seven
1: six five digs. Chicken carbonara. I could give him the whole pot of chicken carbonara, and he will take that shit down. And what was it I made the other night? It was um.
0: Chicken Alfredo, Uh, bacon,
1: uh, chicken bacon Alfredo stuffed garlic bread.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty good.
1: Turned out all right.
0: Yes, you are quite the master when it comes to the kitchen area.
1: Thank you, man. I
0: can bake desserts and shit, but I I don't do the meats. I just I've never really learned how, and I can throw it in a crock pot, make a roast. Yeah. But even then, you had to tell me to add the pepperoncinis.
1: Pepperoncinis are the key, and pepperoncini juice helps even more.
0: Yeah, just dump a jar of those in with your roast.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Billy's Cooking Corner. Get yourself a rump roast, put it inside the crock pot, drop about five or six pepperoncinis in there, and then maybe like half a cup of the juice, right? You take a whole stick of butter. We're going... um. Paula Pauladine. Paula Deen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even need to say anything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> butter.
1: Whole stick of butter on top. And then you get, um, I believe it's McCormick, but the uh, French ajus powder mm-hmm. and then the brown gravy powder. Dump them both in there and then roast it.
0: I don't think we've tried that yet.
1: We have. It's the Mississippi mud, not Mississippi mud, the Mississippi rep roast. The last roast I made was that.
0: Hmm. I was going to say, when I made it, I just dumped the whole jar of pepperonis in. And it was delicious.
1: It is. It's not too spicy. It makes it tangy and Mm -hmm. really brings out flavor.
0: It does.
1: Oh, and here in the next week, Erica is going to try a uh, venison burger.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a little bit of Bambi.
1: That's, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to work it on a, a brioche bread, lightly toasted, garlic buttered, Colby Jack, and a little hint of sriracha in there to bring up the flavor of the deer. We're going to work that out. Plus, I do have venison steaks. I acquired all these, and um, it'll work if you work it. So I'm going to work it.
0: Okay. I'm going to try and work it into my belly. Mm. I've never had venison, so it'll be interesting.
1: You'll like it. You'll like it. It's, it's good.
0: I hope so. Wow. We mm. are sounding like we're... Doing a cooking podcast, and we are so not today. I
1: am hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry now.
0: Me too. Let's let's get this one in, and then we'll go eat.
1: You know and I feel like making? Hmm. Funnel cakes. I don't know why. I feel like making funnel cakes.
0: Well, yeah, that can be any time of day or night, any day of the week. Funnel cakes. Funnel cakes and elephant ears. You're Main right. staple. You're I mean... have,
1: yeah, you're right. I, don't, I feel stupid now. Yeah. Sorry. So, poltergeist.
0: Yeah. That's actually what we're covering tonight, not steaks or funnel cakes or anything like that. That's just
1: for Erica.
0: We're covering the
1: poltergeist. Can I ask you something? Yes. Do you actually, uh, this is a legitimate question, Uh, do you believe in ghosts?
0: I believe that there is something that I would consider paranormal. I don't know if it would fit the definition of what we would call ghost but i definitely think there is some type of yeah but i mean entity the, or energy or something out there
1: i'm with you i'm with you but i mean the idea of ghost now is like commercialized and mm-hmm. it's almost ghost
0: hunters and
1: orbs orbs it's <laughs> almost it's almost kind of silly
0: yeah but we we're, we're going to bring you some actual reported supposed cases of poltergeist and we're going to let you make your own decisions on that
1: but before we do that I'm going to do something.
0: What are you going to do? It's kind of early. Okay. It's very early. What?
1: I'm going to do a double trouble.
0: Double trouble. Hat and glasses? How did I know? Hat and glasses.
1: Because you saw me reach for my hat. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Here's what I think.
0: (laughs) That's how it always starts. (laughs) Here's what I think.
1: Here's what I think is going on. I think... They do exist. Ghosts. And I think it's something we're not going to have definite proof over, at least until the near, like, future. Like, we haven't caught up to ghosts yet. I think there's... You know how, um, the dog whistle? hmm We can't hear it. hmm Dogs hear it. Yeah. You know how, like, you're looking at your cat, and your cat is just so cute and adorable and fucking whatever... And then you realize the cat's looking behind you, but you turn around, there's nothing there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think there is a certain, uh, kind of like what you were kind of touched on, there's a certain spectrum of light. There's a certain wavelength. There's mm-hmm. something there we can't see. Uh, but
0: Something that surpasses our comprehension yes. as it stands right now. As,
1: as of right now. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, okay, this is a bad analogy. This is a bad comparison.
0: Just call it like it is, right up top.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because after I say what I'm going to say, if I didn't say what I was going to say, you would say on Facebook, the fuck are you talking about? So I'm just going to get it out of the way. <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? So, <laughs> you know, um, I, um, at least to the listeners, you probably not, but to the listeners, there's a movie out there called Predator Part 2 oh god okay this (laughs) makes sense this makes sense this is legit
0: Danny Glover huh
1: I'm wearing glasses
0: and a hat yeah so you know shit because you're wearing glasses and a hat
1: shit got real listen
0: I'm wearing glasses I wear them all the time
1: me too baller you
0: no you don't you just put them on I watched you
1: you announced it I put them on when I need to (laughs) anyway you're fucking with my shit I'm trying to say something.
0: Stealing your thunder. How's okay. it feel?
1: <laughs> okay. Now, like, three quarters of the way through the movie, I'm not even talking about Danny Glover. I'm talking about Gary motherfucking Busey. They Big f- teeth. They find out, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that smile goes for days.
0: He's got a little bit of crazy on his face. You
1: know what's weird? This is like the second movie they've been in together.
0: What else were they in?
1: Lethal Weapon, the first one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um I'm sure the listeners are like, "Duh, fucking idiot." Come on. Sorry. Sorry, I never made that connection. I never cared that much. Yeah. Anyway, so they're explaining to Danny Glover that they know this is an alien. Uh-huh. And they know this alien can see through infrared, right? Mhm. And it, and and they said, uh, "He always comes back to this place. Every night he comes back here." It's like a meat packing plant or some shit, mm-hmm. you know. And they said, we're going to get him. And Dan goes, like, you're going to kill him? And he's like, no, we're going to freeze him because of the technology. Can you you imagine what kind of technology he has? And blah, blah, blah. And they even mentioned the first predator. Like, you know, he set off a self detonating device that took out, like, God knows how many city blocks of forest.
0: He did a keyhole. (laughs)
1: Hmm. God (laughs) damn. (laughs) Come on.
0: Negative Nelly. Whoa. Whoa. That was
1: good. (laughs) Oh, look (laughs) at you. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, okay. high five. no, high five. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you one. Go on. I'll give you some. Woo! All right. Anyway, so what they did was they put on these like foil, metal, shiny suits.
0: That's S- real technical there.
1: Yeah. I don't want to get too technical for you guys. <laughs> but in a way to make it where the predator's blind to them. Mm-hmm. No body heat. Trust me, I'm making a point. Bear with me. Now, um, and then they had like metal flakes all over the place to make it look like static Mm -hmm. through infrared. It would look like you're looking at a static TV. Yeah. And uh, sure as shit, Predator showed up. And he, uh, if if I'm not mistaken, it's been a while since I've seen the movie, but if I'm not mistaken, like, he heard him. And he's, like, up in the rafters. Mm -hmm. He heard him, and you could see him kind of, like, look around, like, what the fuck? He can't see. He literally can't see them. Yeah. So he adjusts And he like does something like with his little arm thing or with his helmet. He does something and it shows you through the Predator's vision. Um, I don't see him in this, but I click this. I don't see anything. And and then the picture always changes to like a different type of wavelength, a different type Mm -hmm. of infrared. And then he clicked on one and he didn't see them, but he saw the beams of light coming from their flashlights. Yeah. And he actually like took back. He was like, what the fuck is that? You know, and then he ended up killing everybody. I think that would lead into the kind of the paranormal. I think in the future there's going to be some type of camera that will be able to capture a ghost. Not a specter. Not something like a, a, a mist. An orb. Not an orb. No, I'm talking like 1080p ghost <laughs> giving your wife Full bunny ears.
0: apparition.
1: Yeah. It's just we haven't seen it yet. We haven't gotten to that point yet. And... People are just going straight off of belief. Or I saw a thing this one time on the internet, so now I do. No, I think there will come a time where it's like there's going to be a special lens, a special camera that Ashton Kutcher is going to fucking talk about on a commercial. What, Nikon? Nikon? Mm
0: -hmm. Whatever the fuck. Nikon.
1: It's going to be some type of lens, some type of attachment, some type of thing you can download to make it to where you can see through this filter a ghost. Because they've been here this entire time. We just haven't known. They're just on a different plane, a different...
0: Well, and some would say we do know, we just can't prove it. Because, I will add this at the end of the episode, when I was editing a previous episode, I actually caught what would be considered an EVP. And when I heard it, I was sitting here at the desk by myself, and Billy was at work, and... I flipped out because it's very creepy when you turn the volume up and hear it very clearly.
1: And you texted me. I did. While I was driving, you texted me about that.
0: And I actually isolated just that area of audio and saved it as a separate file um, just for that purpose of having it because it's, it's very creepy. So some would say that maybe there is some proof, but... I didn't want to include it in the episode I was editing because I didn't want people to think, oh, well, they did something to tamper with it. Or we did it deliberately because we honestly did not. And when you listen to it, it, it repeats back something that I say and you can tell it's not my voice. So <laughs> it's it's a little disturbing.
1: Yeah. And to make it even that more authentic is the fact that we weren't even going to say shit to you. Yeah. About it. This was, And we said it like... Hey, save it so we can listen to it later. This is fucking crazy. Let's just keep it, save it in a file. And then whenever we have somebody over, we don't have friends, but if somebody like stopped by like Girl Scouts or something like, listen, this is just shit, you know, and um, we were, we were never going to release it, but yeah, why not?
0: Yeah. I did play it for my mom when she came over last week. Oh, what'd week. she say? She was pretty creeped out. <laughs> she, she agreed that it did not sound like my voice and she was, she had goosebumps. <laughs> But
1: actually, we can kind of, kind of do like a, a bit of um dramatization. Say the word truck.
0: Truck. 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 Kind of like that, right? <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah, it, it was a, a whisper. I I made reference and to my son getting angry about video games, and after I said the word angry, it repeated, angry, but it whispered it and
1: yeah, very soft, but like a loud whisper, not like a whisper like a whisper like 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 a louder whisper damn near talking
0: yeah and and we'll like i said i'll insert that in later
1: and you've mentioned before like um you'll be in the kitchen and you hear somebody humming Mm -hmm. behind you i've heard
0: people humming behind me it sounds like maybe uh children or a woman humming lately and i haven't even told you this but lately i've been seeing a lot of dark figures in the corners of my vision it's been a little worrisome (laughs) Mm. and it's it's just been here in the house and hasn't been anywhere else but so of Mm. course we've we've been talking for a while about ghosts today we're going to talk about a very specific type of ghost um poltergeist
1: or the technical term gangster ass ghosts
0: no it actually comes from german
1: oh sorry and it
0: means noisy ghost could
1: you imagine being like like in a house that's haunted. That's horrifying enough. If that's something that scares you. But could you imagine a, a ghost that's so fucking angry it wants nothing more than to bash your face in with a toaster.
0: <laughs> like like the ghost in uh Scrooged that bashes Bill Murray's yeah. face in with oh a toaster. Oh my god, I love
1: that is my favorite part of the whole fucking movie. <laughs> it's when he stood up, he was like Bitch hit me with a toaster <laughs> do you think like maybe they hang out like, like say like right now they're at the they're at the sink they're at the kitchen sink right now uh-huh. and they're like next time that bitch walks by I swear to god that George Foreman grill is gonna be <laughs> it's, I'm gonna put it on her fucking temple and then the other goes is like nah 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 man. when that dude walks by I'm gonna push his fucking teeth back
0: or they realize that they don't have the strength and all they can do is just yell but it comes out as a hum <laughs> yeah yeah They're just humming angrily at me.
1: (laughs) They're so mad. They're like, (sighs) hey.
0: So so poltergeist uh, is known in folklore and parapsychology as a ghost or other supernatural entity responsible for physical disturbances, which is like moving objects, making loud sounds. So something aside from just being there, they're actually making stuff happen around you
1: kind of reminds me of like any type of like survival movie where it's like i don't know what we're gonna do we're just gonna sit here and die and the other person's like no we're doing something like the other ghosts are like like i mentioned before and and like last episodes where i'm like you know it's so awful oh my god my, my lover didn't want me so i have to throw this baby over a bridge i have to do it every night for eternity and there's that one goes like no I'm going to jump on top of this fucking car and make it wreck. There's your fucking poltergeist. <laughs> it, it's a, poltergeist is a ghost. that so don't give a fuck. Yeah.
0: It's been said that they are capable of levitating objects and can even be aggressive to those they haunt by scratching, tripping, pinching, or even by biting.
1: Or the who's got your nose.
0: I don't think they've ever done that.
1: They're like, woo,
0: who's got it? Have you found documentation of that?
1: Have you found documentation of you know, fuck it, you probably yeah, have.
0: That's n- no, I haven't. It's not happened. I'm just saying. I've never heard of a poltergeist playing "Got Your Nose."
1: Have you searched it?
0: I have not.
1: Okay, it might have been a poltergeist. Remember. <laughs> I win. Shut up. Glasses off. <laughs> oh my god.
0: So, early accounts go back as far as the first century and have been reported in multiple cultures across the globe. And despite the huge number of reports of poltergeist activity, many remain skeptical. Today we're going to talk about some proposed explanations and then we'll go over a few cases that haven't been so easy to debunk.
1: I'm not saying it happened, just... Hard to debunk.
0: Just, just laying them out there. So there are three types of suggested explanations.
1: Oh, if I can, uh the whole debunk thing too. Whenever like you see something that's not debunked, it doesn't mean that it is one hundred percent real. It just means it can't be explained. Mm-hmm. There's a difference, and a lot of people like that watch ghost hunters. For instance, they'll be like, "Oh, well, clearly they don't have an explanation for it, so it is a haunting." No. They just literally said in front of the guy with a laptop between them, We don't, we can't explain this. Yeah. We don't know what this is. We're not saying it's a ghost. We're saying we don't have an answer for you. And that's pretty much what, what, what this is, too. Everything we're going to say, we're not going to say this is 100% definitive proof that this is a poltergeist. It's just the what if factor is there. Mm-hmm. But it's not to say that this. Now, but again, at the same time, you're going to hear some crazy shit. So, <laughs> but. At the same time, it's it's just like it maybe there's a maybe the, the the what if factor is really in there.
0: Yeah. So the three suggested explanations are natural phenomena and verified natural phenomena, and the third type is paranormal. So natural phenomena. Uh, some skeptics believe most poltergeist activity can be explained by natural causes. Such as strong winds or downdrafts through uncovered chimneys that have enough force to knock items over. Fishing wire. Or blow pictures or mirrors off of walls. That would not be natural. That would be somebody hoaxing. You gave her the catnip.
1: I know, but she's wrecking shit. What? 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 What do you want, cat? What? What is it? Do You want more catnip?
0: I think she does. Okay. Give her more catnip
1: I'm your push Go ahead
0: You're a bad influence on our cat
1: <laughs> It's a gateway drug Next she'll be doing meth you're,
0: you're the dope man
1: This one's free Next one will cost you She's Go even
0: going over to the glove
1: She's presenting it to me
0: She's like Oh, oh there it is You
1: know what honey Four you get four. Ooh
0: another squirt
1: you get four
0: give it to her
1: well, probably put it in the bathroom. don't just stand there
0: and hold it and give it to she, her she,
1: we should put it in the bathroom she's so just gonna rub, rub on it just, just start okay, down okay. it's literally right there yeah, she's
0: already lost interest because you waited so long
1: wow a cat lost interest in the thing it's not working <laughs> hey do you think she just wants love oh <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: probably. She's like, hey, where's the milk ring guy? I don't know what else to do. Go ahead, go ahead.
0: Okay, so some skeptics believe most poltergeist activity can be explained by natural causes such as strong winds or downdrafts through uncovered chimneys that may have enough force to knock items over or blow pictures or mirrors off of walls. This happened in a nineteen fifty-seven case on Cape Cod. Other skeptics, such as investigator Joe Nickel, balls deep, Ah! who made an appearance in our SHC episode, claim that most have been proven to be just pranks by someone, quote, motivated to cause mischief. According to Nickel, quote, in the typical poltergeist outbreak, small objects are hurled through the air by unseen forces, furniture is overturned, or other disturbances occur usually just what could be accomplished by a juvenile trickster determined to plague credulous adults. So, his fucking kids just screwing around.
1: You know, it seems like we're following Joe Nickel. <laughs> we're not. He just seems to I, fucking I show up. I said before,
0: he, he comes back.
1: <clears throat> so- now, here's the thing. He sounds like an ambulance-chasing attorney right like, hey what if he didn't do it there there's fucking Joe Nickel
0: well he believes that reports tend to be exaggerated by witnesses as well
1: what if this bullshit
0: this claim has been proposed or proven in many supposed poltergeist hauntings such as the Columbus poltergeist the case of the drummer of Tedworth and even the well-known Enfield poltergeist
1: cuz we all know what that is <laughs>
0: You can Google it. It's actually one of the most well-known cases of supposed poltergeist hauntings, which, if you actually look through all of the evidence, really does not look credible if you ask me. Another possible explanation for poltergeist is psychological factors, such as delusions, memory lapse, and even just wishful thinking.
1: <laughs> fuck is... <laughs> okay, sure.
0: <laughs> A study related to this in the field of... Anomalistic psychology wrote that the experiences are just delusions, quote, resulting from the effective and cognitive dynamics of percipient's interpretation of ambiguous stimuli, which basically something normal happens, but you perceive it as something abnormal happening and your mind's playing tricks on you. That's basically what all that fuckery just said.
1: Basically, it's damn near every fucking uh, paranormal show you watch. See, <laughs> so watch. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Knock on that table right there. What the fuck was that? It was a ghost. There you go.
0: The second type of. Oh wait!
1: Oh my god! I forgot! I didn't get a chance to knock out my um, not ghost hunters. Which one is it? The one I hate. Ghost Adventures. Yeah, my impression of the Ghost Adventures.
0: Of Zach.
1: Zach. Okay, here it is. Oh. Did you hear that? I heard that. Shut up! (gasps) There it is. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead.
0: All right. Second type of suggested explanation is unverified natural phenomena. These are claims that natural occurrences could cause poltergeist-like activities, but they have not been proven. Some claim that seismic activity or underground water moving under a house could disrupt items within that house. But these explanations fall short as the movements created would most likely either be felt or would damage the house itself, not just items within it.
1: Here's my question. How many houses have running water going underneath them? And out of the, out of those houses, how many have reported poltergeist activity?
0: It says underground water. I'm assuming like in a sewer system or pipes or
1: even okay i don't think
0: they mean there's a river flowing i'm not under saying that. a
1: river i'm saying like all these circumstances that they're talking about that they're trying to debunk and i'm not saying that this is credible it's just the ways they're trying to debunk it it's like okay well there are millions of people who have this exact same situation who do not report anything
0: well and like i said
1: why this person why now
0: if this stuff was the cause then why isn't it Belt? Why is it only moving certain objects? Why isn't the whole house moving? Another uh, potential unverified natural phenomena that can be considered is ball lightning, which is considered to be an atmospheric electrical phenomenon, usually associated with thunderstorms, but is itself unproven. It's basically just a fucking ball of lightning just appears and zaps. <laughs>
1: I would love to see that.
0: It's as it's called, ball lightning.
1: Balls deep lightning.
0: (laughs) So the third type is paranormal, which is kind of what we're going to cover today. The rest is left up to the category of paranormal, which some claim is the work of malicious spirits. Parapsychologists have written that psychokinesis or telekinesis is the cause. So, let's go over a few cases that are not so easily explained. First one, um, kind of a well-known one, is yeah. the the Black Monk of Pontefract.
1: I don't even follow Poltergeist, but I know of the Black Monk of Pontefract, yeah.
0: Yeah. He's thought to be one of Europe's most violent haunters. It took place in the town of Pontefract in East Yorkshire. I'm surprised there aren't five more names to follow that.
1: There's a lot that goes on there. <laughs>
0: Uh, living at number 30 East Drive was the Pritchard family, which included Jean and Joe Pritchard, their 15 year old son Philip, and their 12 year old daughter Diane. It started in August 1966 when the family went on a holiday, leaving Philip at home with his grandmother Sarah Scholes. I'm not sure why he was left at home alone, why the rest of the family decided <laughs> to go on vacation without him. He either did something really fucking bad. Or it was one of those, like, Home Alone, like, ah, where's Philip?
1: <laughs> Seriously, in the movie Home Alone, why didn't the parents get arrested both times? Yeah. Both times.
0: You would think. So, while left at home with his grandmother, Philip noticed a strange white powder falling all over the living room, seeming to have materialized in just midair. Uh, perplexed sarah went across the road to her daughter marie kelly's house to consult with her marie came back to their house and went to retrieve a cloth from the kitchen to wipe up some of the powder but as she got to the kitchen she slipped in a pool of water on the kitchen floor
1: and spontaneously combusted
0: no that didn't happen you're a liar
1: i'm just wishful you're thinking a liar. they said wishful thinking shut up you're one. a liar god damn you're so <laughs> fucking mean you're a mean drunk
0: I'm not even drunk. I know. (laughs) I'm just mean.
1: (laughs) No, you're not.
0: (laughs) So, she slipped on this puddle, and then all kinds of puddles began appearing all over the floor with no apparent source of water. A neighbor even came over and shut off the main water valve, but the puddles continued. Now,
1: here's my question. Do they... Did they, like, come out of the floor and materialize? Did it come down, like, rain, or... They
0: just materialized on the floor with no apparent source.
1: So, like, uh, genie with the uh, spontaneous human combustion, you look away, you turn back, and somebody's on fire, and there's a puddle? Yeah. That's what we're talking about? Evidently. That's all I'm getting I mean, I
0: wasn't there, but that's what they report. They even had a plumber from the water board... (laughs) (laughs)
1: Waterboard. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? <laughs>
0: because it's funny. So, the, you are the, mean. the plumber came later that afternoon and began uh, an inspection. There appeared to be no leaks, and the flooring underneath the kitchen was dry. His best guess was condensation of some kind.
1: Condensation because we know it's so wet when powder falls. Yeah. Isn't powder dry?
0: Condensation creates puddles. Of water on the floor.
1: (laughs) Kind of fucking, it must have been a humid day.
0: Yeah. Around 7 p.m. that night, Philip yelled out to Sarah, Grandma, it's happening again. And this time the kitchen countertop was covered with sugar and tea leaves, and the button on the tea dispenser was slowly moving in and out, releasing all of the tea onto the counter and
1: floor. And that's when the grandma walked up and smacked Philip in the face and was like, This is why they left you here. (laughs) Fucking yelling, God damn it. If, so I'm trying to fucking sleep.
0: If that had happened, I don't think we'd be discussing it today.
1: I'm, just, um, yeah, you're probably right.
0: Even though it's more entertaining. Yeah. So Sarah, a little bit frustrated, shouted, "Stop it!"
1: That's a quote unquote, but I think, uh, God damn it, probably came after. It was probably left out.
0: <laughs> Stop it! God damn it! Well, at this time, a loud crash was heard in the hallway. When they went to investigate, the light in the hall clicked on by itself.
1: And they found Joe Nickel.
0: No. Because he would have been standing there saying, this didn't happen.
1: Maybe I didn't do it. (laughs) No. Ah, Joe Nickel, you're a fucking nerd.
0: No, they instead found a plant halfway up the stairs that was missing its pot. The pot was sitting at the top of the stairs on the landing. So, they find this plant with no pot on the stairs, and then they hear a loud bang coming from the kitchen,
1: where they had just come from. What did you see? I saw a fern. What was it? It was on the steps. But the pot was elsewhere. What, you all make no sense? No, I know, but Philip was here, so, you know, Philip did it. That was nice, hon. Fuck you, Philip. <laughs>
0: So they, Tulsa, they went back to the kitchen, and a cupboard was vibrating as if something inside was trying to get out. Philip reached for the door, and the vibration stopped. But another loud banging noise came from somewhere else in the house.
1: See, if it was me, like if it was our family, and like a cupboard's vibrating, like, all right, kids, get in here. Where the fuck put the cat in a goddamn cupboard? <laughs> You guys are assholes. Who did this?
0: Well, by this point, they were quite freaked out. So they went across the street and got Marie to come back over. And she then witnessed the shaking of the cupboards herself.
1: Isn't this like a, uh, this, this stinks, smell it? Huh? Like you go across the street and you're like, everything in my house is being horrible and terrifying. Come look. You know, like. This tastes like shit. Here, taste it. Like, why would, why would she be like, oh, okay, I'll come over, sure. I'm like, why? You're standing on my porch crying. I don't want to go in your fucking house. Whatever's going on in your house is awful. What are you stupid?
0: Maybe they thought they were having a group hallucination or something. I don't know. Remember when
1: it snowed in the living room and then somebody just jet skied across the fucking kitchen floor? Why? I don't want to go back in there anymore, ever.
0: Well. Regardless, they went and got her. Brave woman. <laughs> she witnessed the shaking cupboards and the loud noises herself. And then Sarah, the grandmother, even went to the next door neighbor's house to ask if they had been responsible for any loud banging noises. They responded to her, we thought it was you.
1: I have a question. Yes. Um. Obviously, I'm not a young kid with the um, listening to the rock and roll music and the hip hop. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not with it, but um, is this the the new movie that's coming out? Uh, like a what is it, Conjuring? Is it based off this? Because it that that if I'm not mistaken, Conjuring
0: the Conjuring isn't a new part, movie. So. No,
1: part two doesn't that take place in in England? Is I it loose? I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it is. I wonder if it's loosely based on this.
0: You're the movie guy. I have no clue.
1: I'm the older movie guy. I sat here for damn near 10 minutes talking about fucking Predator 2. I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: All right. So when they returned to the house, everything had stopped. The three ended up discussing the bizarre events into the evening, and Philip eventually went to bed.
1: That little shit. (laughs) I'm going to blame everything on him because his parents willfully left him behind.
0: Sarah went into his room to tell him goodnight when a heavy chest of drawers began to sway. At this point, they'd had enough and went to sleep at a neighbor's house out of fear for their safety. Well, after this night, two years passed with nothing else happening. And then all of a sudden, when the two years was up, stuff started happening again, which ended up plaguing the family for several more years. The daughter, Diane, appeared to be the main target this time.
1: Who was the first time? Was it Philip Or was it the grandmother?
0: I would think both. She was often thrown from her bed and was one time reportedly dragged up the stairs by her neck, which left marks. Damn. Loud sounds were common, even in the presence of outside company. Objects flew through the air and crashed or would disappear and be found in other locations. And the activity became so common that the family gave the entity the nickname of Fred. I don't know why you'd nickname a poltergeist, but sure, why not? Exorcisms were attempted twice, but both only seemed to make the activity worse. It is reported that after a concerned family friend splashed holy water around the house, that the entity painted upside-down crosses on walls and doors and destroyed crucifixes that had been hung around the house. Late in the haunting, Jean and Joe were laying in bed when the two allegedly saw a black-cloaked figure hovering near their bed, which suddenly dissipated. On several other occasions, both family members and guests claimed to have seen the cloaked figure that resembled a monk.
1: Now, did they see this at the corner of their eyes like you did?
0: It said they woke up, they saw him, and as soon as they saw it, it disappeared. No, I'm just
1: asking opinions. Is what you're seeing at the corner of your eyes when you're alone here?
0: I can't make out.
1: Is it just a mask, like a black mask? It's just dark. Oh, okay.
0: It was later discovered that a 16th century monk was hung for the rape and murder of a girl during Henry VIII's reign. The Pritchard's house was said to have been built next to the Gallows site. Since that discovery was made, the entity has been known as the Black Monk of Pontefract. Shortly after the apparitions began, the haunting suddenly stopped. Throughout the course of the haunting, a policeman, a vicar, and even an MP were witness to some of the activities. There are many other things that happen if you'd like to research further. It's pretty interesting. So moving on from that one. This one I came across, and I was like, holy shit. The Odin Fire Poltergeist.
1: Hey, that's here.
0: Yes, in Indiana. There's not a whole lot of backstory to this one, as it all took place in the matter of just one day in April (gasps) of 1941.
1: Wait, I'm sorry. This part I'm seeing for the first time. This is the... Oh, this is fucking weird. I mean, if it is not Poltergeist, if it's not Paranormal... This is probably the weirdest fucking coincidence that ever fucking <laughs> happened.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty strange. So, just one day out of April nineteen forty one. One
1: day. What was the other family? They were plagued for a while. Years. Years. One day. Because in Indiana, we don't fuck about. We get it done. <laughs> I don't have cold soda. So, one day
0: in April of 1941 in Odin, Indiana, which is a small town where William Hackler and his family owned a farmhouse, some strange shit occurred. That morning after breakfast, William left the house to do his chores for the day. And while walking across the yard, he smelled smoke and turned around to see smoke pouring out of a window on the upper floor of the house. You know what I do whenever I smell smoke? So, not to sound like I'm interrupting you because... It's gonna sound like that. You are. But it, yeah. we were just recording and the fucker just shut off on its own.
1: Everything just shut off. Just
0: stopped recording, paused, wouldn't do anything else. Wait, which Erica, is kind of creepy because we're covering poltergeist. Erica,
1: wait. You mentioned black shadows and stuff mm-hmm. at the corner of your eye. Look forward. hmm Okay, do you see anything? No. Nothing going on?
0: No. But that's pretty fucking creepy because I've never had this program just stop on me. (laughs) And luckily, I happened to look up when it stopped recording, so we didn't miss too much of what we were recording. But just wanted to point that out to you guys, that shit just stopped on its own.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was weird. I I forgot what I was even talking about. That was, um, we actually had to stop and be like, um. what just happened.
0: Yeah, I'm actually having to record on a separate track right now because I couldn't start it back up.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're actually listening to you're listening to a uh, this is layered now. Yeah, right? this
0: is a second audio track. Yeah. I'm going to have to combine the two. So, just a little strange. Hopefully, we won't wake up tomorrow and this whole recording will be gone. <laughs> but what I was discussing before we suddenly got interrupted. Was the Odin Poltergeist. And we were talking about William, who left the house to go do his chores. What's and my name? that is. Hi, I'm William. <laughs> he smelled smoke as he was walking across the yard and turned around, and smoke was pouring out of a window on the upper floor of the house. He raced back to the house and up the stairs and found a medium sized fire burning underneath a window. The fire seemed to be coming from inside the wall itself.
1: Yeah. Pay attention, guys. This is weird.
0: Okay, so that would kind of make sense, but faulty wiring couldn't be the cause because the homestead was not wired for electricity. So the, so
1: maybe a lantern, right?
0: No, this is coming from within the wall, they said.
1: Oh, within the wall.
0: And if there ain't mm. electricity in the wall, what else is in there to start a fire? Mm. So the mysterious fire was put out by the volunteer fire department. God bless him. But soon after leaving the property, the firemen were called back to the residence for a second fire. This one burning within a mattress in another room.
1: In a mattress.
0: In a mattress. And this was... Oh my God!
1: Spontaneous mattress combustion!
0: (laughs) It just went up!
1: Spontaneous house combustion! We did it, guys. We did it. This is it.
0: We found something outside of humans that combusts.
1: You know, the Odin house. If we could afford We Are the Champions from Queen, we would play it right now.
0: Just imagine that in your head.
1: Mm. My friend. (laughs) Yes. So. I solved it. It's not a poltergeist. It's not a poltergeist. No, 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 no. No, the house was an alcoholic.
0: We're not done. This wasn't all.
1: I know. That's what's crazy. I do know about this. This is is not done yet.
0: Throughout the course of this one day, 28 mysterious fires would have to be extinguished throughout the Hackler homestead.
1: Twenty-eight.
0: Fires spontaneously erupted with no known cause, destroying parts of the house's structure and objects nearby and one of the fires started within the closed pages of a book that a fireman noticed smoking. When he opened the book, the middle pages were already ablaze. The fireman worked until 8 p.m. that night to put out the fires, and the fires just eventually stopped. The hacklers deconstructed the entire house and used the lumber to build a new house at a new site because they were like, fuck this shit. And no further fires occurred, and no plausible explanation for the 28 fires has ever been given.
1: Now, I encourage you to go ahead and um, do some research on your own. Uh, the location where it was, is there any fires? Ever? Kind of weird for a one-time thing. Like, After? Another... After?
0: No, they said that nothing else ever happened.
1: So they rebuilt the house?
0: They they built a new house at a new site and nothing... No, new
1: site, not the old site. I'm talking about the old site. Is there a house there now? No, there's is... nothing there. Is there fires there? No. Uh, that is weird.
0: So this next one we're going to be covering is the gibodicable Poltergeist. Wow.
1: Which is a mouthful. You're good at that. Not, Maybe not, I'm not, pronouncing not, it
0: wrong. Not, not, I'm sure you'll <laughs> let me know if I am.
1: Not mouthful. That had that had undertones to it, but that was awesome. Can you do it again? <laughs> Jabodicable. Damn.
0: And it may be something completely different than that, but that's what I'm calling it. It's
1: good enough.
0: This happened in a small area in Brazil, just north of São Paulo, and it involved an 11 year old girl. This happened way back in 1965 in, in December. December. Maria Jose Ferreira was living in the small town of Jaboticabal with her family when odd things began to happen. One evening a brick that appeared to have materialized out of thin air flew around the room. Soon flying bricks became a common occurrence in the Ferrera home, along with other paranormal activity.
1: That's that's what's fucking crazy. It's like you have you have like a friend and we're like, What the fuck was that? Like, it was like "There's was a brick. You'll get used to it. It's fine.
0: Well, the family called upon a local priest to perform an exorcism, but the activity then worsened. Along with bricks, now stones, eggs, dishes, and even furniture began to move around and fly through the air. While all this happened, Maria was constantly being personally attacked. She was reportedly slapped, bruised, bitten, and even stuck with needles, which would appear suddenly embedded in her skin. And on March 14th of 1966, as she sat eating her lunch at school, her clothes began to smolder and smoke. SHC.
1: I'm saying. (laughs) Nickel, where are you
0: at? Maybe there's a connection between poltergeist and SHC, like we discussed before.
1: Oh my God. What if we just like stumbled across some shit just now? Well, I mean. If, If we did, if we did, I don't want to be a Canadian foreman. Who stumbled across some shit.
0: And end up with your pants off and your sh- shoes and socks.
1: Listen, guys, I don't even have platinum. Please don't come at and us. And
0: thousands of dollars and jewelry laying around you. I understand with your stomach ruptured. Yeah, we don't want that. It's rough. <laughs> so can you imagine just sitting at school, eating your lunch, and you just fucking start to smoke? Good lord. Well, thankfully they managed to save her.
1: Yeah, but... You're sitting there eating lunch and your friend's like, the fuck is in your pocket? And you're like, what? You're smoking out of, oh my god, that's fucking, why? Why do that? Well, at this point,
0: a neighbor who was a spiritualist by the last name of Volpe took Maria into his home in an attempt to rid her of the phenomena. Maria ended up staying with Volpe and his family for about a year, but he was never able to fully stop the happenings. For another year, the Ferreras and the Volpes dealt with the attacks, and Maria was taken to a medium named Chico Xavier. He claimed that spirits told him Maria had been a witch in the past life, and she was being stalked by the ghosts of her victims.
1: Yeah, because it's totally her fault, right? Yeah.
0: (sniffs) Victim blaming. Yeah. (laughs) He said that the ghosts were dedicated to making her suffer for her past sins. The reported revelation did nothing to change the situation, though. Maria returned to her home at age 13, and she and the family continued to suffer from the malicious activity in the house. Sadly, three years later, at age 16, Maria was found dead from an apparent suicide. She had laced a soft drink with pesticide and then drank it. Some say she took her own life to end the relentless attacks and personal suffering that she had been victim to for the previous five years. All of the activity stopped as soon as Maria died. Did the ghost finally get their revenge?
1: Hmm. I don't know. It's a bad way to go.
0: Yeah. But, you know, it says something. If she was to the <clears throat> point where she had to take her own life, it makes you think some shit really did happen.
1: Yeah. But it kind of makes you think if it's just going to keep going. Is she now going to be a ghost that's going to... Attack the next person? Is she just a member of the club?
0: Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been attacked by a poltergeist. Could tell you.
1: Yeah. Well.
0: So that's the story of poltergeist. Those uh, cases, out of the ones I looked through, seemed the most real. Um, with no apparent explanation. I mean, everybody has their own opinion. Yeah. You're more than welcome to go look them up on your own. Decide for yourself. Let us know what you think. Yeah, tell us what you think. Facebook, Twitter. Tell us if you've had any experiences with uh, poltergeist activity, strange things happening. If you're recording a podcast and it just shuts down on you unexpectedly. (laughs) And your cat keeps coming up, freaking out, staring you down like something's wrong. So that's about all I really can think of to say about poltergeist. I mean... Like I, I said before, there's no proof that there are and there's no proof that there aren't.
1: Yeah, it leaves a lot of what-ifs yes, in there, for a, sure. A
0: lot. Um, like like I said, I, I personally think there's something. I don't know that there's necessarily something malicious because, like I said, I've never been on the receiving end of malicious activity. But on wood. <laughs> But, you know... There's there's still time. Maybe something will come playing Got Your Nose with me tonight.
1: <laughs> You're doing that thing that Nickel <laughs> talked about, or maybe not, but like the whole wishful thinking. That's <laughs> not wishful think it, you know.
0: So um, definitely want to thank Phaser765 for the artwork you've seen. Uh, thank PurplePlanet.com, JewelBeat.com, and Pond5.com for the sound effects and music you've heard tonight. My voice is cracking because it's the end of the night. <laughs> Um, please subscribe, like us on Facebook, you know, follow us on Twitter. Uh, please rate and review us on iTunes, spread yeah. the word, let others know about us if you enjoy our content, tell our cat to shut up, shut she keeps up. yelling at us, <laughs> <laughs> which is very strange because she usually does not ever do that, but tonight
1: she is. She won't shut up.
0: Yeah. So you got anything else you need to add, want to add?
1: Talking to me or Pee-wee?
0: Is there anything else you want to add, Billy? Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: How about uh, you, Pee-wee?
1: I just want to say um, thank you for listening, and um, very humbled, very humbled to be to to actually be able to do this. Because I remember uh, speaking to Erica about this because she uh, is so enthralled with uh, anything. I would say I guess macabre, but just. Um, strange mysterious yeah 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 um horrifying <laughs> weird weird just weird stuff the the, the oddities
0: I, i'm a dark person the
1: oddities of mankind mm-hmm. you know and I, I remember saying uh this was what maybe like two months ago maybe mm-hmm. saying like you should just do a podcast and then she said uh i'd love to do a podcast. Look, I, for, I
0: remember that different yeah, I, I, I remember saying I think I want to do a podcast and you saying hey that would be a good idea and I said will you do one with me that's it, how I remember
1: it, is it? Mm-hmm. I thought I said something and then like I, I, I mentioned it to you and you're like I'd love to do it
0: no I told you I'd been thinking about it
1: well, in either way you
0: are remembering wrong
1: <laughs> I don't do good with memories <laughs> but regardless of how it turns out To be honest, at the end of the day, even if one person subscribes, it's a victory.
0: Hi, Billy's mom.
1: (laughs) Thanks, mom. (laughs) Um, It's an honor to do this.
0: It is. It's an honor to do it with you.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm very uh, humbled to to do this with you. This is great.
0: I have to concur. (laughs) That's why we want you to please spread the word. And let us know if you like our content or if there's something else you'd like us to cover. On that note, I think we can call this one a wrap, and we will see you next time.
1: Yep, clocking out.
0: Much love to you guys. Thanks for listening. Deuces. And here is that EVP for you to listen to and get all creeped out by.
1: Oh, and it's like it's her voice and then after that, it's not her fucking voice.
0: Yes, we weren't even going to share this because I thought oh, people will just think it's fake, but Whether you think it is or not, here it is.
1: And he gets angry about him. Angry.